everybody. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast, where we give you our point of view. I'm your host, Tamia Harper, and I'm here today with a very special, 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 special episode of Sci-Fi Sisters. I'm joined by my sister, Yvette Blackman-Tom. Hello. Sabrina Wood. Whoop, whoop. And Fran T. What's happening? <laughs> and we have we have on this special edition of our show two of our very dear friends who we love so much and uh they were the first ones to say hey sci-fi sisters do you want to come be part of our convention and then from there great things happen so we love them forever and ever they are the people behind science division the makers of the world's only app enabled triple which many of you i know have adopted they are kalia and jay zawacki Yay. Welcome, guys. Yay. We love you, too, so very much. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys, and um, it's important. We wanted to have you guys on the show because you guys have made this big decision um, not to continue with your license, uh, your official Star Trek license to manufacture the triples. And these triples have made a big deal in a lot of people's lives. I have adopted two. And they've changed my life. One is Peanut Hamper, and the other one is Knickknack. <laughs> and Knickknack. So oh, both you still have some names. of the best names we've heard. <laughs> <This is wonderful>. <laughs> <laughs> my little brown, my little brown one is Peanut Hamper, and my big gray is Knickknack. Is Knickknack. <laughs> uh, so you know, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about how Science Division and the Tribbles came about, and a little bit about what your journey has been. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Science Division really came out of really just kind of a childhood dream of owning a Tribble. Uh, I am not original in that by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I grew up watching the original series with my dad. He had every episode on VHS tape. You know, he'd watched it in syndication as a kid. He just barely missed the original you know, run of it when it was airing. Um but the first episode he showed his two little girls to get them into Star Trek was The Trouble with Tribbles, because small, furry animals that scream at people that they don't like is a great <laughs> way to get kids excited about a show. Um, and I just desperately wanted one. And uh, at the time, you couldn't even go on and, you know, Google it. Or, you know, you couldn't even get on yeah. the Internet if mom was on the phone. Uh, but right. I had no way to get one. So I did what most kids did and sewed my own from some faux fur. It was actually left over from a bunny uh, costume, costume from Halloween. Yeah. Um, and so I sewed this little white one and I named it Snow Puff and it had a little adoption certificate. And that Aww. was my very first triple. And I just kept thinking as I got older and technology was advancing that, you know, somebody would create one that felt like a real pet and there were some that were out there and I was never satisfied with them. Um, and so I finally just decided, we decided, let's just try to make one, you know, uh, our background is in theater design. We're makers. We've just figured, you know, I, maybe we can just learn how to code and we'll figure it out. And so <laughs> that's what I did. I went on the internet and said, please teach me how to code essentially. Um, 
the Arduino microcontroller is an open source platform. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton of tutorials, lots of people who have done this really amazing job of making this kind of stuff accessible to people. Um, I had a little done a little bit of HTML coding. I know just enough to kind of get myself in trouble. So I kind of was able to, you know, once you pick up how the computer is kind of thinking, then you the it's easy enough to get it to, you know, do the things you want it to do. So uh, we sat down, brainstormed what was it that we wanted it to do, and then figured out which components we needed to make that happen. And then I would go and I would find kind of existing test code to get each piece to work. And then I would write the code to get them to talk to each other. And then, you know, so, you know, you start with a speaker and then you get that hooked up to uh, the SD card so that you can play sound off of it. And you get that hooked up to the accelerometer. So when you move it, it will play the sound and all of this kind oh, of wow. stuff. And so I wrote, essentially, it's a series of if this, then that algorithms. Um, and then this really tricky thing called an interrupt. So no matter where you are in the code, you can make it scream, which is essentially where the make it scream on command function is in the app. Um, and so to get that interrupt to work, we needed this really fancy itty bitty component called a Schmidt trigger. <laughs> so, so when That's you say itty name. bitty, we had to find this component. Uh, I think we had to find it on eBay it or something. eBay. Yeah, we couldn't um, find it anywhere. But, you know, when she says small, like we mean small. It was like the size of a pin, like a millimeter wide. And it oh, has wow. six little wires off of it that all have to get soldered onto the onto the uh, breadboard and onto the components. Yeah. I I have done it successfully twice, <laughs> unsuccessfully once, and I hope to never do it again. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> for our little prototypes. This very patient man got a pile <laughs> of wires and pieces and breadboards that you use for prototyping uh, the size of a card table. And I said, make it fit in this little box. And he figured out how to do that and solder it all together. And there were, you know, draftings and layouts and all kinds of stuff. Um, and he figured out how to get it all in this little Pelican case. And I figured out how to sew the bodies. And I sat there and I hand stitched those tribbles until I think it was wow. Valentine's Day was coming up. And Jay goes, listen, I want to get you something for Valentine's Day, but I just I don't want you to take it the wrong way. <laughs> what uh -oh. is it and he goes i really want to buy you a sewing machine but there's no <laughs> message implied i just think you could use one i was like, trying to make your life easier <laughs> i was like yes, there you go. Buy me a sewing machine. <laughs> and so yeah we made the first ones just at home for ourselves uh, yeah i think that wow. was a key, key takeaway like we did this because we really wanted one like there was no plan for a business. There is no plan to make more than one mm -hmm. ever, you know? Um, and, you know, once we had made one, it was really, really fun to just hold and, you know, like yeah. play with and hand it across to your friends and stuff. And then, you know, people started asking like, can we have one? And we were like, well, not really these, you know, all the components, it, it costs like $150, $200, you know, For the to parts. buy all the parts individually. And it's many, many hours. I mean, I think to solder it all together, it was, you know, 40 hours or something. Yeah. And um, you did a beautiful job, but it's still something like, that causes TSA a little bit of pause. <laughs> it, when looks, you fly it. <laughs> it looked very homegrown, um, you know, so it, it wasn't something that we could just like make a few of, um, no. but 
you know, so a lot then, of people were really excited about it. So then how did you guys get from doing like a one-off to being able to produce so many of them and then yeah. and get to like, the, you know, like, okay, we need to start a business. This is kind yeah. of a weird, you know, enough people had asked and been excited about it that we went, you know what, we have something cool. We have something that we know people want. I think we had gone to the, um, the convention in, in New York for the 50th the anniversary one, yeah. of the Mission New York. And we heard all these people talking about how they wish they had a real triple. And we're like, oh, we have one at home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, we were, I think we were working on it. It was yeah. kind of an idea at the time. Um, it was still components. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so we actually found this uh, company in, they, they're not there anymore. I think they've retired. Um, but there's a company in Connecticut that did consulting. It was a couple of guys who had worked for major toy companies, Hasbro and other different toy companies. So they had been doing it for decades. And they had a service where it was like a one-time, very small fee. You go and you talk to them and, you know, you meet under an NDA just to sort of – wasn't really necessary for us. But it was just, you know, yeah. part of the process. And you say, oh, we've made this thing. Uh, is this something that can be produced and marketed and how does that work? And then, of course, the licensing was a whole other issue that we knew we would have to contend with. Uh, and they were like, we've never seen people walk in with just a prototype like this that's this far along that, you know, they just made at their house. <laughs> yeah, they, they they did a lot of, you know, ideas. People would come to them with ideas and they would say, this is foolish or like, let's try to prototype this. Yeah. And, you know, they had wow. like back rooms and they had just, you know, people at desks that had blocks of Legos and wires and like they would like make different prototyping things right there. Um, but we were almost further along than anyone else who would really go there um so they gave us some really good advice and like how to you know take some next steps yeah. i think some of you know the the numbers of how many tribbles we would have to produce and stuff i think took us a little bit aback of like whoa this is a lot order. a lot bigger than we ever you know thought it would be well and their advice was find someone else who already has a license mm -hmm. and see if you can work with them or sell the idea to them. You know, you've got a working product. Yeah. Show it to some folks who have a license and see if they want to pick it up. And after some searching and reaching out, we did actually find a company who was really interested. Um and they were the ones that set us up with the licensing, the head of licensing for Star Trek. Um and, and we met with her. <laughs> over tapas in new york because everyone was there for the new york toy fair mm -hmm. so it was this crazy yeah. thing because first of all i'm like i don't know how to order that we're gonna have to figure that out <laughs> <laughs> and then we got there we took this prototype and she didn't want to let it go she yeah. was like you have oh, to wow. do this we turned it on she just the entire meal it just sat in her lap and she like pet it was she really wasn't cling on right um, and so she said, you know, go figure this out. And the biggest question was kind of the app, right? You know, uh, it was still pretty new. It is still pretty new uh, in terms of, you know, people who are manufacturing products, trying to figure out what that technology aspect of it looks like. And so we started reaching out and trying to find folks to kind of handle that. And uh, as that time kind of passed, the company just decided, you know what, we don't want to deal with that aspect of it we don't want to get into technology we don't want to get into apps best of luck you know hopefully you can find someone else and the licensing director essentially went what would it take for you to just do it mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. as us 
essentially and and we it came to this point where it was like if this was going to move forward that was what we were going to have to do was form a business and you know get an attorney and have them help us through that process and get an app developer and all of this crazy stuff and I don't know why we decided it was a good or reasonable (laughs) idea but we did it (laughs) with a lot of help from people around us Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of resources financially and time Uh, a ton of folks in the toy manufacturing industry gave their time to the project because they just they thought it was cool and they remembered being small business you know startups um we have found that that industry is really very giving um that people are happy to help we had somebody help us generate our barcodes and get through all you know different hoops uh another entity translated the manual into French for us because our license was originally for the U.S. and Canada before Canada changed their tax collection laws. Um, And so that had to be in English and in French. Uh, So we got our relationship with our manufacturer through this uh, consultant company that we had originally gone and met with. They they said, we have this great manufacturer. It's one that Disney works with. Like, they do a great job. This is going to be someone who will take your product and do a good job with it rather than make a lot of things cheaply. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we spent a year working on, you know, I sent here are the algorithms. There were, if this, then that, There's huge flow spreadsheets and mm-hmm. flow charts. Yeah. This is what the one that I made is doing. Mm-hmm. And they created the electronics and wrote the code in a more stable coding language and then they would send it to us and we would test it and we worked with the our app developer and we would test it with the app and so and that, that took it took a year to do that and then yeah. get it all yeah. through product testing so it's tested for all ages in US and Canada every kind of you know restriction or law that you have to meet as a toy manufacturer they all had went through that process we learned wow. a ton about that uh and then eventually got them here yeah wow that's awesome Phew. wow and then I and then I got peanut hamper. <laughs> also often sits in my lap and just purrs. And you know what's so cool about it is like I don't live with a pet right now. Like I, it's a, probably the first time in my life where I have been petless. Like there's no dog, no cat, no nothing in my house. And let me tell you, these tribbles have really been comforting when you just like need some furry comfort and like something to cuddle up to and you know especially like through the pandemic too like it's been really it's been a tough time these triples have been friends for people you know Mm -hmm. i love my triples i'd say i can't i sing the praises of my triples all the time very kind thank you so we get to that you you guys are selling these triples and now people are knowing science division triples and people are adopting them you're going to conventions you're working all over the place how is that part for you love that part it, yeah it's been fantastic <laughs> if you we know. could just do Star Trek <laughs> conventions that'd be great <laughs> Aww, yeah i mean part of it was we got inventory right as the shutdown started march of 2020 so you know they were they were coming and we were trying to figure out logistics of you know a truck coming and like unloading we weren't sure we were going to be able to leave our house under lockdown orders to go pick them up 
Yeah, we were mm-hmm. we were really worried wow. that like police were gonna pull us over and like not allow us to get there. They were stuff. stopping. Yeah, they, it you was know? I think right um, before they started actually stopping people. Yeah. Wow. Um, and originally we were gonna rent warehouse space, but then we didn't know if we'd be able to leave and get to it, so we cleared mm-hmm. everything out of the basement. And at the time, it was people still weren't sure if they should be opening packages yeah no one you know how, how is this something. thing transmitted yeah. right mm-hmm. so we literally went picked all this stuff up in a box truck we borrowed from a friend brought it back to our garage and left it in the garage for two weeks <laughs> before we went and processed it all yeah. so that we could start shipping them to people you know yeah. and we were doing like the mass like trying to be as safe as possible to be making sure that we couldn't be transmitting anything to anybody mm-hmm. But they right. were still getting their triples because the presale had started in Vegas, bef- you yeah, know, before. Yeah. And then that because of the pandemic, there had been shutdowns and there had been major delays in the manufacturing. And so by the time we had them and they'd been through their little triple quarantine and all of that, <laughs> it was time to get them out to people. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we the, the last legs of the manufacturing for those first triples, like, you know, they where they're produced that was hit harder way before we you know had anything like we were just hearing about it on the news yeah like we were trying to like figure out like is the factory going to be able to ship them out and and like are they gonna just lock the doors three days before they're ready to go you know Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of late nights and like will the port be open will there be enough employees Mm -hmm. there to receive the cargo will there be a truck available to get it Mm -hmm. to us and it was the first time we'd done any of it i am not an import (laughs) export logistics expert (laughs) yeah as we said (laughs) just get them here (laughs) we we started working in the theater you know (laughs) (laughs) we're artists first and foremost (laughs) they showed up that's great That's awesome. So, but yeah, now have... that we've been able to go back to conventions, it's it's been so wonderful to actually interact with folks and in person. Yeah. And, oh, it's been wonderful. Yeah. I mean, do people tell you their triple stories all the time? We do. Those are the best emails. Yeah. You know, um, more often than not, emails that come into the customer service inbox are, hey, I got my triple and here's <laughs> the thing that happened. Um, when we started, I mean, we shipped a whole bunch of them out because we fulfilled all those pre-orders right at the beginning. And someone sent us a picture of it. Uh, it. The mailman had like strapped it to the outside of their mailbox, but their mailbox <laughs> was this giant Star Trek mailbox. Oh, <laughs> this picture being oh. like it couldn't fit inside, so yeah. they, like the mailman had like oh. it on to the mailbox. <laughs> that is so cool. I've actually met those folks at conventions now. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen them. They're like, we're the mailbox people. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. It is. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love so oh my gosh. So now we're at a point where you guys are saying, okay, we're not gonna renew our license. So talk to us about that. What went into that decision? Yeah, yeah. It was a difficult one for sure. Um, we originally signed with CBS, who then merged with Viacom, and our license was originally extended a year under Viacom. So we actually originally were only supposed to do it through 2022, and we ended up signing again with them to do it through 2023, and now they've merged with Paramount. Mm. Uh, And we actually have a really great contact that we've been working with at Paramount. He's great. Um, The system, it's a much larger entity that has a more corporate structure to it, 
And so some of the, you know, upfront guarantees and the licensing rates and some of that stuff are higher than they were when we originally signed. Mm -hmm. And that coupled with it being much harder and much more expensive to do the import and the export right now and the tax rules and just different things are ever changing. And it's very difficult as a small business to keep up with all of that. And we both also have full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is something that we're doing in addition to science division. And we kind of got to this point where we looked at it and we looked at how much we were going to have to raise prices to continue to, you know, cover those costs. And it got to the point where it wasn't going to be sharing this great thing we made with fans anymore. It was going to be, how do we, you know, sell enough of these fast enough and at high enough price to justify the cost of placing more orders. Mm -hmm. And when it started to be something that was going to be, have to become about money and the numbers, we looked at it and went, we've had a great run. We've had lots of fun. Mm -hmm. We've shared this. Let's just go out on a high essentially celebrate what we achieved, make them available as long as possible under our contract for people, let them know they have a chance now to get them. And then, you know, just be happy we did it. Wow. Well, I'm happy you did it. Me too. I'm happy (laughs) you did it. We are too. Wouldn't do it any differently. It's an incredible story. It is an incredible story. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was so... um, enamored of you guys especially when we first met you all we knew that your hearts are just these big beautiful wonderful hearts but you know the thing and it comes through in the product and the way you ran the company and i know your one of your taglines is by fans for fans Mm -hmm. you know and that's why we all love supporting you guys so much because you're you're us you know it's not like it's not like it's some big corporate company, you know, toy manufacturer coming in and saying like, hey, we made this thing for you at Star Trek people and we're going to charge you an arm and a limb for right. it, you know? That's her Paramount voice. <laughs> From the mountain, Pop. From the mountain. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, that's, that's a, that's one of the beautiful things. So, you know, that we love about it. So I want people to be able to know about the specials that you have going on now, because you only have until what time to liquidate your stock. I mean, that you can not liquidate the stock, but basically you can only continue to do this um, until when the end of March, right? The end of March. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And wow. we, we do have a few more than we'll probably be able to sell by then. So we'll probably end up keeping a few for us to get through the end of March and moving the rest, you know, we, to one of our wholesale partners. So they'll be available at some point. We have no control of when, where, how, or what that price point is, you know, um, but we'll have some either through the end of March or until the stock that we hold on to. Mm-hmm. is is sold out and the, yeah. the reason we're doing we're holding on to some is we want to be able to continue to make them available to people as long as possible where we know it's us that are combing them out and making them fluffy before they get to you and you know they yeah, come hold on. you 
you just talked about something that is so key to these triples. Like when you see these, that they're not like little matted pieces of fur, you know, <laughs> like you guys spent, you groom yeah. them. Like mm -hmm. if you, you guys, if you're listening and you've ever watched well, like the, the uh, kennel club, like the AKC dog shows or anything, and you see like back behind stage and the pets are being like blow dried and combed and fluffed and groomed. Jay, you're the master groomer, are you not? Or is it a, is it a, well, I've, I've never had both of you that guys. title before. No, um, he is the master groomer. <laughs> master groomer. I, <laughs> I hand comb out every triple that comes through. Um, it, it's at least 10 minutes per triple of, of dedication, making sure that everything looks good and is ready to go. And they get uh, a little bit of a blow dry at the end to uh, fluff them back up and then <laughs> they get chipped out. Well, yeah. your beard, your is... beard shows us that you know how to handle <laughs> puffing out hair. Yeah. It's fantastic, by the way. It is. The dog You're show welcome. is very funny because it is a dog grooming comb that he yeah. uses. <laughs> As it should be. Our manufacturer does great work. You know, they come and they're well made and we could ship them out the way that they ship out. But we like to just know that we Personal put eyes talk. on it, mm -hmm. it's in good shape, mm -hmm. and you're getting one that we can be proud of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The so, personal touch. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. So let let folks know what what uh what deals you've got going and uh for them to tr get their official tribble if they want. And I'm calling on everybody to adopt their tribble before the end of March. I mean, you don't know how good your life will be. Once you get your triple, trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we have set all of our, our, our standard shipping in the U.S. is free. So we're not charging for shipping at this point anymore. Um, we also have uh, Shopify now offers a payment plan. So your payment can be split into four payments to make it easier. And there's no interest on any of that from what I understand. When I looked at it and I did the math, they just break it up into four payments and you're paying the amount that you're paying. Uh, that the, the price is and we have marked everything down so triples are back down to their pre-order price that they were in when we first started they were 59 dollars wow. wow and so right now the standard size triples are 59 dollars because that's where they started and where we would have liked to keep them priced had the economy not been the way it was and you know it, it was way more expensive to get the silver ones made than the brown ones mm -hmm. but at this point we have them and we want other people to have them so we've done that and then we have some bundles available so if you get two of them uh they're even a little bit cheaper i think it's 50 dollars each if you get a bundle yep. of two and i think we're looking at maybe adding a bundle of three as well just to make it easy for folks to you know get as many triples as they want <laughs> i mean the, the bottom line is we want people to to know that they're available right now um we have you know there there's been things in the past that we've missed out on just because we didn't know so we want to just you know let everyone know that we still have some order them now and if they know anyone who might want one pass along the message you know it's not like we want to just like you have to order all these triples it, it's like we really want if people want them we want to let them know that they're available yeah, right um, and they, won't they, be they don't because we don't know when after march after the end of march we don't know when they would be available again from some other vendor at what price right so if you want to right. get one yeah. right now 
from Jay and Kalia, the the creators, the creators, the creators. <laughs> and you want it brushed out and blow dry, you got to get it now. So. I'm the master groomer. <laughs> and we we have some great wholesale partners, and none of them, you know, sure. have ever been ripping people off with their prices, you know. But you know, we they they get them, it costs them a little bit more than it costs us, and so just right. the way that the business works, you know, hey, things eggs end up being are, eggs at eight ninety nine dozen. So you know, we get it. This is gonna be. <laughs> It's not yeah. what it was two years ago. So yeah. jar mayonnaise, a big jar of mayonnaise, it's five dollars and forty nine cents. So yeah, so you a see triple. What I'm saying? Don't it's eat mayonnaise. Bad. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like mayonnaise. Oh God, no! Yeah, I love it. And they're made My from eggs, and like I figured it, it out. I'm like, okay, they're made from eggs. That's why it's like um, almost right. $6 so it's great. Jar of mayonnaise. So now th- there are different sizes of triples, correct? You still have there is one giant limited <laughs> edition triple left. Ooh, I knew so... that. That's Wait, why just I one? Asked that. Like one? One. Just one. 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 That's we made three hundred, and we've kept a few for us because mm-hmm. we keep a few from each run for our own kind of you know archive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, we send one a couple to Paramount and various things. Uh, so of out of those 300, there is one left. Oh, like the mother hoarder. So, okay. <laughs> I want that so that's one. The, that's Can the I big get that one? one? Yeah, that, you better put your order in, yeah. girl. I want my. Oh, I want that one. Go All ahead. Right, let me tell you, you. There better... are zero giant tribbles left. <laughs> you better go to science, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm writing. It, I'm writing down the info as they give it right now. <laughs> okay, folks. <laughs> About giant triple is gone. <laughs> Sciencediv.com. <laughs> and we do also have a special code for the sci-fi sisters. Yay! So we have collected a whole bunch of really great Star Trek stuff from you know the various conventions that we've gone to and some of the things, you know, people have given us things and we have one already. So we have essentially a goodie basket of Star Trek merchandise. So if people order on our website and use the code Sci-Fi Sisters, we will throw in a Star Trek merchandise item. So you'll get a mystery, fun kind of Star Trek item that comes with Uh-oh. your travel. See that? I love that. That's I like a it. nice special gift, right? I like it. It's yeah. a win-win. It is. It really is. Tell us the um. Tell us the. Tell us where to order. ScienceDiv.com. Yep. D-I-V, short for division. Okay, got it. Get your creator version triple (laughs) a mystery gift. From the master groomer. From the master groomer. (laughs) And now I gotta come up with a name better than Peter and Hammer. I can't do it. It's impossible to to, to put that note. Once you get it, once you get it and hold it. Yeah, it will speak to me. It will mm-hmm. speak to me. So, like when I, I buy clothes, they speak to me. <laughs> It'll yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I did want to mention that. So I've I've bought I think three triples, and they all went to my my children. Um, but I bought a big the big silver one for uh, my youngest Lily because this year she's actually does not have a roommate at college, and we always have a dog so. You know, honey, our dog always hangs out with Lily, but now she's alone. So I sent her uh, a furry tribble 
but she, you know, she's a she's she's a Star Trek fan. She tells everybody, I don't want. I'm not a Star Trek fan, but she knows every episode, right? So, <laughs> she's, so <great. laughs> she is. Like, okay. she's such a fan, right? She comes in the room. She goes, Oh, I seen that one already. You know, <laughs> you're, not, <laughs> I that one already. you're not a fan. But so she has her triple. It actually, I went when we went to go visit her. I was like, Oh, where's your triple? She goes, Oh, it's in my bed, and I was like. Wow, because the only oh. only thing she had before was Pooh, you Aww. know. But Pooh is here. I I went upstairs and Pooh was in her I'm bed. Sure she's but... gonna be so pleased to let everybody know that you're telling about about Pooh. So, <laughs> as I said it, I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> oh, I, I had a Pooh Lily, on my bed it was when I was auntie, in college okay? too." <laughs> but uh, she does have peanut. Oh, peanut hammer. She has her triple. <laughs> She has a triple in her bed. So I want to thank you because, you know, um, you know, college is stressful, you know, and Lily has the schedule of a saint. I don't even know how she does it, but uh, it definitely helps, you know, it's, it's, you know, just stroking it, you know, just make it something cuddly that she doesn't have her dog. You know, it's a good substitute. So just wanted to put that out there that uh, if you know someone that has anxiety um, or just needs the comfort of something, but can't have a, a pet at the time. You know, it's 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 a it's a nice little thing to give someone uh, who might be able to you know get some relief from the stress of the day. So it mm-hmm. th- it's it's not just because it's a tribble, but it can help uh, people going through uh, certain things. So I yeah. just want to put that out there. Absolutely, that's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. And then I know you know one of the things I think uh, is important to let people know is that the app, just because your license is is expiring, is going to expire, like doesn't mean that the app is going anywhere. The app is going to be continue to function and be downloadable, and you know keep working, right? Yeah, it is uh, written into our contract. I spent quite a bit of time verifying this in the last few months. Uh, But as long as we're not profiting off of it, we can continue to have it be functional and maintain it. So we're actually working right now on pushing out another update just to get it onto the latest operating systems. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Android, you have to be within two years of the latest operating system. And so we're coming Mm. up on that. So we're trying to ha- get it through at least another round of updates because then it should be good for another three years before we would have to even think about messing with it again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That would be me with the Android. All right. So you want you, you want to have to make sure that things still purring and screaming and <laughs> going on. <laughs> well, the other the thing is, you know, part. they will. We did design them so no matter what, your triple still works without the app. Without so the all app. of that functionality, yeah. the different modes you have. Access access to without the app you can still have it you know put it in that watchdog mode and somebody yeah scream at them that was also kind of an accessibility thing too we wanted people who didn't have a phone or didn't want to mess around with a phone people who saw the show originally and still had a flip phone or you know anything like that there's a whole range of of people who no we had people at conventions you know who came up and they're like i don't have a phone or i don't Mm -hmm. use the phone and and so and and it's and young people have said we yeah. I don't have a phone or I don't use a phone uh, yeah. and so we wanted it to be something that anybody could play with uh, mm-hmm. so it does it functions both ways and then mm-hmm. the app lets you do things like hand it to your buddy and make it scream which <laughs> <laughs> oh I've had some fun with that I too. know. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was all your dad's that idea. That was dad's idea. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> oh, okay. The Tribbles have an app because when we were talking about building our own Tribble and the things it would need to do, my dad, with his sense of humor, which Sabrina has experienced. Hi, dad. <laughs> was like, well, you have to be able to prank people with it. You know, you got to make it scream at people. So we're sitting there going, how are we going to do that? And Jay's just like, now we have to build an app, right? <laughs> well, I wanted. I also wanted to let people know that the reason, like, we're not up here just trying to do a big commercial. Like, you know, these people are our friends and we want to help them out. But also, more importantly, they have done a great service for the Star Trek family uh, and for the Star Trek world. So we really wanted to make sure that everybody knew because I know that a lot of people have seen, uh, heard, seen ads for Science Division or seen Jay and Kalia on different shows um, or on YouTube or met them at conventions and maybe might not have, have said like, oh, okay, that sounds like a great idea and I really want to get one and then haven't gotten one yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just want to let you guys know that now is the time to do it. <laughs> now is the time to do it i mean the, their wholesale partners are going to have some for a little while yeah you know absolutely. i mean as long as there's a little bit of stock but that stock is not going to last forever um so you know we, the, the sci-fi sisters are not in the business of doing a bunch of ads all the time but we are in the business of lifting up the trek family and uh, and that's what we feel these triples have done for us. I know that they've done that for me personally, yeah. you know, and, and 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 made a whole bunch of friends in the in the in the meantime. Yeah. Well, well Kaylia and Jay are family. Um, mm -hmm. That's just all it is. I mean, we when we see each other, it's like, oh, there's the cousins, you know, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. So we're doing this for our family and making sure that people can, like I said. You know, it's a good deal. It's not just a toy. There's other aspects you can use this for. You'll have it forever. It brings joy. Look at Tamia calling it Peter Hamper and Knickknack. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we all know that um, we love Tribbles. It's a Star Trek thing. This part of the family. So like you said, it's not a commercial. Just letting you know what's out there. Um, use Sci-Fi Sisters and you get yourself a nice little bundle. Um, it's It's great all around. Everybody and, a, <laughs> and another reason why you can get it, this may be far-fetched, but some places charge you like a deposit. If you live in an apartment building, they charge you a deposit to have an animal, to mm -hmm. have a cat mm -hmm. or a dog. And then you have to yeah. pay more per month to have yep. a pet, yep. right? Pet, pet rent. Yep. Yes, sure yes. And I really don't want to do that. So <laughs> triple, here I come. <laughs> we did treat them with dr mccoy's serum to prevent them from multiplying so you're safe oh, there. oh yeah. great thank yeah. you so if you watch the animated series episode mccoy actually invents a serum that yes. prevents them from from replicating so when we did mm -hmm. the adoption certificates for them so the giant ones have adoption certificates that are numbered mm -hmm. and when we did the pre-orders for the tan ones anyone who pre-ordered got an adoption certificate and it you know on the bottom we you know it's illegal to breed tribbles in <laughs> space and unauthorized breeding is known like there's this whole you know federation as warning about tribble breeding yeah. for the backstory oh my gosh trekkies 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 i love you guys <laughs> <laughs> i love us i love us 
Yeah, yeah, there is lore in the app too. We yeah. had this whole backstory in our own heads that <laughs> never really went anywhere. Everyone just taps through it. And if you matter. watch the original video oh, that no, I, I recorded that. with my dad, my dad is Admiral Dunzel, and he's informing you that you've been recruited by Starfleet for a covert mission. And so that's where the name Section K7 comes from. So it's a nod to Section 31 and the space station. Space. The idea is that you're working with tribal agents to identify uh, enemy Klingons. So they're essentially Klingon dissidents who don't believe we should be at peace. So you and your tribal are going out looking for these Klingon dissidents out in the Federation that as part of the so Section K-7 team. That, yeah, that definitely sounds like a father. <laughs> that should be written down. It should be a book. That should be your next, next project. Some fan fiction, tribal yep. fan fiction. Well, I love it. Go to our YouTube channel. They can comment on that video. Yeah, if they want the novel. <laughs> we get enough of those. Okay. Maybe we'll we'll you know do another little what mini. Episode. You have and you have a so you have is it science division is your trouble uh, your trouble channel your um YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And it's okay. it's this whole it's like two minutes long. We were brand new. Nobody's ever gonna watch a two minute video. You know, it's this whole thing. Like, here's how to play with it and. Scientists have created um, translation I've technology. watched that two minute video. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking to Trekkies. What are you talking about? <laughs> of course we are. On. You should know better. Star Trek. <gasps> this is your, this is head, you think it's your head cannon? It's all of our head cannon. What are you talking about? It's like, about? ooh, squirrel. Right. <laughs> Trek. Trek. Of us Trek. dressed as scientists with gloves and we're developing the technology for your pad so you can talk to your tribble and wow. like translation software i'll be watching that the so minute this ago. is over <laughs> yeah. well i'll be going it's really good it's really good it's really funny too i love it <laughs> we have a music video in there too oh wow <laughs> oh when we did yeah because we, we did a triple pre-sale video yeah. <laughs> that was this whole thing okay <laughs> so it was supposed to be a parody to the final countdown but it was the triple pre-sale and then we couldn't so we had we had music made and we recorded the parodies the voice and everything and we dressed up with our best friends as like 80s as an 80s rock band essentially and had tribbles playing instruments <laughs> and all of these things tribbles on the drum it was on great. the drum yeah oh my God. And, and, i love it and then we could it didn't get approved because cbs didn't want us to do a parodies so they said they don't like oh. it when people parody their stuff so they didn't want this at the time we couldn't get it approved so then I did a voiceover, like, William Shatner style, where I just spoke the lyrics <laughs> to the song, used the same footage and music. Oh and we had zero followers at the time because we did, you know, the pre-sale started at Las yeah. Vegas and nobody knew who we were. So we posted it and nobody ever really watched it or knew of its existence. <laughs> but it's out there somewhere. It's out there. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna find it we're you know, gonna find it. yeah we are gonna find we'll it find that thing <laughs> you know and i want people to know too that like uh another reason why um science division is uh so important to us is that when the sci-fi sisters when we very very literally first got together and started i mean we had been together for what two weeks maybe wait 
you know, it was really, um, new. It was really new. We were, we were really, really new. I mean, we were, it was like maybe a month or so. Like, you know, it was like a little bit. We were still mad at the, at that time, actually. Right. We were still <laughs> mad about everybody trying to dis, um, disco uh, and Sonequa. That's right. And, uh, you know, so we, we hadn't like started a podcast yet. Uh, we had started our Facebook group, the mothership, um, and we had a page up and we said, you know, the pandemic had happened and we were like, well, what are we going to do? We can't go to conventions. And so everybody at that time was looking for a way to do something in fandom and bring us together, you know, uh, in fandom. So we we're like, okay, we're going to do a salon, a series of sci-fi sisters salon. salons mm-hmm. where we get together and we basically discuss the things that we would be talking about at a convention if we were pitching a convention panel let's just talk about it and we got you know a group of people and i put it up in uh one of the groups maybe camp kittimer and then i took it down really fast because i was like oh, we're not ready i don't i'm afraid to open <laughs> this up to other people yet you know and in the and it was literally only the post was up for five minutes in that five minutes kalia saw the post and goes and sent me a message and says, hey, I saw your post. We're doing a convention, a virtual convention. Would you guys like to be a part of it? Now, we at this time, we did not know Kalia and Jay. This is how we met. That She just randomly saw this post that was up for five minutes and no longer. <laughs> and then the rest was history. We said, sure. I said, Sabrina, Fran, these people want us to be part of their convention. I was like, how cool is that? What What are we going to do? Like, what? (laughs) What is it? What's going on? So, Kalia and Jay, tell us a a little bit before we go about, like, how you guys came up with the idea for Virtual TrekCon, because that's where we all met, and and friendship and love bloomed. Yeah, you know, it came out of that whole you know, the tribbles arrived and we're we're supposed to be out celebrating with people also we have all these tribbles we need to sell them to people you know? <laughs> there was both both things were going on um and i was just starting to kind of get involved in the trek community um that was a new thing for me and we're event people you know i project manage live events for a living and we went mm. People need a place to gather. We have the skills to make that happen. We're brand new. We have no followers, but let's just, let's give it a go. And let's reach out to the folks that we know. Let's reach out to folks we don't know. And so we kind of brainstormed, you know, how can we create a vendor type space? And I was doing my graduate degree at the time and everything was on Zoom. So I was getting familiar sort of with that platform And so we kind of figured out, all right, so we have everybody create their Zoom meeting and we create a virtual vendors room where you have the information for people and you have their meeting link and you can just get in there and you talk to people. And then a couple of people reached out and said, hey, I'd like to do a panel. How do you feel about that? And that got added on. Um, And so that was kind of how the Connected Community Con got born was that, you know, we this idea that we would create a space where we could gather and it would also create a space where people who normally sell their wares have an opportunity to do that and it was also it was artists and it was cosplayers um you know hen in a hat she came and she led a zoom meeting or a virtual table that was all about cosplay and tips and how to do that and so people could dress up and come virtually to the convention in that way 
And I had decided to check out Sid City because this thing, it was small. Like I was, I was on the internet every day, like here's a bio for this person and here's a bio for that person. And, you know, trying to create this hashtag and I'm like, I don't know how any of this works, but we're going to give it a go. And I'm just, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to do it. It's going to be great. And it was small, but and so, you know, people were going to come and it, it was going to be fine. But then uh, I got on to talk to Alexander Siddig just as part of Sid City with, no ulterior motives whatsoever and he was you know what are you working on and oh well we're uh, experimenting with throwing our own virtual convention and we'll see how that goes <laughs> and he goes wait you're not charging people and we're, no we're just it's just a space for people to come and do stuff and he goes oh well i, I would like to come <laughs> and we're like what <laughs> so then we're like okay cool like that's great and all but you know that's the kind of thing you say on, on internet meetings and whatever and it was a couple <laughs> days later I got an email from Mel, who leads, you know, Sid City. It's kind of her baby. She's the head of the fan club. And she goes, no, no, he wasn't kidding. He would like to come. Did you know that was a real offer? No, absolutely not. I did not know that. And so it's the minute he, he was doing that opening welcome panel, all of a sudden, ConnectedCon was a hashtag that actually mm -hmm. showed up as a hashtag mm -hmm. when you put it in. Twitter was like, do you mean Connected Con? And you yeah. could search it. And I was like, I yeah. hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I've never done it since. But it was, it just became this thing that people really got behind. And it was a success because people wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. You know, So we yeah. created an idea and the community turned it into an event. Right. It was, it, it was spectacular. It was really wonderful. And we met people there. I, um, I know I, I said it VTC before and I met Connected Community Con mm -hmm. because we met people there that then led to another convention for us with the seventh rule. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, and then we just met people all over the fandom that we're friends with to this day. And it all started that Connected Community Con was our very first official Sci-Fi Sisters event. It was dope. It was awesome. So we have you guys to thank for that. <laughs> no, we have you to thank because like I just said, it was people saying, yes, I will come to your tiny convention that will amount to nothing. That turned it into a convention that was fun to be at. There wasn't that much of our content. You no. know, like it was it was a lot of work for you to like gather all those people mm -hmm. and do all that. But like we didn't actually like have that much time like sitting in front and like, you know, we did the yeah. intro. Um you know, and uh, did we do trivia for that one or the next one? I don't know. We remember. didn't do trivia for um, that one, but, but we did Ali uh, Martin T. Trekkie. We did do did a, panel, a panel and we mm -hmm. yeah, facilitated that. It was her panel. And we said, hey, this is Ali. Talk to Ali. She's great. And <laughs> we kind of ran that. But but it was all the people that said, yes, we'd love to do a panel. And, and people like you that were, you know, ran, had a know, table. Actually, like, yeah. you know, drew some people in. Like, that's that's what made it so magical is we were actually able to create a community by everyone kind of coming together and yeah people fun. started emailing me asking me if they could be part of it i was like wait how did you hear about this <laughs> <laughs> this is a little thing that we're doing but yeah absolutely fun. Uh, <laughs> is that out there in the ethernets can we can people find that could they look at it again <gasps> or a lot of the videos are there were the two videos so ali's video and the chat with mm -hmm. sid are on our on our, YouTube. our youtube channel the rest of it was all just it was conversations that happened conversations. people had 
video, you know, Zoom, like Zoom meetings. Zoom yeah, meetings. so their virtual mm-hmm. table. And it's it's almost kind of beautiful that it was this undocumented thing. You know, people just got together and they interacted with each other. And it wasn't at all about what are we going to do with it later. It was just mm-hmm. an experience that folks had. It and had then we did there. our later one, mm-hmm. um, the vendors hall, which was more the of a like, yeah. some, some licensees, especially the smaller business licensees, because there are a lot of small business people who have licenses. Let's kind of promote that. But that was a whole day of panels you know so we had like stevie lee is a librarian who did a panel on information literacy and how to search for it and dr nor did a panel with us about triple biology which was amazing (laughs) he's a funny damn thing guy he's so funny yeah he's he's amazing Um, and all of those those panels that people did people created content for the day those are available on our, our YouTube channel as well. And we got to have a conversation with Armin Shimmerman and Kitty Swink. So as we mentioned, we're theater designers. And so we had the opportunity to speak to the two of them because they're both very active in the theater community mm-hmm. about what theater had done or what COVID had done to the theater mm-hmm. and how different companies were trying to manage and you know how people really needed to be supporting artists because you know the pandemic was a really, really difficult time for artists as well as you know every industry was hit really hard everybody was hit. Yeah. yeah but you know we got that to was talk a good panel about theater and that was just the coolest thing ever yeah <laughs> that was a really good panel too it was really wonderful so folks before we sign off here i want to make sure that everybody knows one more time where to go to get your triple because we just walked down memory lane. It was great. It was really good. But I really want you guys to remember the triples are the main thing here. They're awesome. <laughs> the triples that They're need wonderful. homes. The, the triples need homes. They're not going to reproduce. They're not going to take over your house. Even if you feed them wheat or anything else they're not going to grow the giants are the giants are already full size the baby the little, little triples they're just going to stay their regular size for those who haven't seen the regular size triples are eight inches across so yeah, they're pretty most sizable people think they are a massive triple mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, there's my there it is there's my baby <laughs> no i think yours is bigger than that Oh yeah, yeah yours is much. Bigger. Oh, yours is no, bigger. Friend, yeah, yours. Oh, got you got one. Yeah, there's one over there. A giant one is really a giant one. Okay, I can put put. Oh, there you go. Oh, she'll go to bed with me. Yeah. <laughs> she'll be in the bed with me. There you go. Yeah. Did you name her already? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> so where? So where? Tell us one more time where people should go. Yep. So it's science div d i v dot com. Okay. And and uh, one more time about the special code. Uh, Sci-Fi Sisters. And we'll throw in some Star Trek goodies with your triple. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I'm so glad you guys could join us and stop by and tell people the story of Science Division and the story of the triples. And, you know, the, they really do have an impact that's so much wider than you would think. You know, it's it's amazing what these little these little toys these little pets have done and uh, we thank you guys for being the creative minds behind them you know and the gumption right mm-hmm. <laughs> i got a name i just came up with a name what is it Uh-oh. gumption no <laughs> zora 
Oh, oh, that's yes. a good one. That's a good one. And then Neil Hurston. Oh, yes, we have. Oh. I was thinking of discoveries. Um, yeah, I know, but I know. Yeah, I love but that. I, it, yeah. Works, it works. On, because it because that's a truly great name. Yes, both discovery yeah. and mm-hmm. the author. Because you know that's where it comes from in Discovery too. It does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a perfect name. I love yes. it. Yes, Zora. All right, y'all. I'm about okay. to see. I gotta um, get on. I gotta get on here and order my Zora. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. I know, friends. Like, let's wrap it up so I she can get to <laughs> type in science. I don't want anybody to get my Zora. No one's gonna get your Zora. Okay. Okay. I think we got that one of our one of ours. You you've got a Zora. <laughs> so we want to know, guys. I know this is a special, but we're gonna do it like we always do it. We want to know if uh, you have thoughts on naming your new triple, or if you have a triple, if you've adopted a triple already, what your do- triple's name is. So Yvette, where can people tell us that stuff? You can find us at SciFiSisters.com. That's S-Y-F-Y-S-I-S-T-A-S dot com. Join us on the mothership. That's M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P and the Sci-Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook. Download the Trek Geeks Network app where you can find us and our family of podcasts on the Trek Geeks Network. On Instagram and TikTok, Sci-Fi.Sisters. And we are also on that Twitter, at Sci-Fi Sisters. Become a patron of Sci-Fi Sisters today at patreon.com forward slash Sci-Fi Sisters. After listening to this podcast, please rate us and write a review. We may just read it on an upcoming episode. All right, that's it for us. We want to say we love you, Dose. Thank you, Dose. If you need engineering skills or music production skills, he is the man. He does all the music on our show as well as all of our production engineering. So he is Dose underscore the anonymous underscore the number one, 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 one. Uh, That's his handle on Instagram. We love you. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace, love, and hair grease.